Hello, 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 my beauties and beasts, my beasts and beauties. What's good? What's up? What's happening? I've got a great podcast lined up for you today. Um, I love these organic pods where like I'm just driving and suddenly something will keep me or or start me off on just being really inspired and will really sort of speak to my soul in relation to something that perhaps I've been experiencing and learning about for quite some time in this school of life and then I'm just like okay time for a pod I truly love that feeling and this is definitely one of those so with no more further ado let's get into it So today's pod in terms of the quality of sound might be a little bit different because as I said I am driving. I was trying to drive without my AC on so that it would be quieter, but Charlotte was getting hot, so couldn't do that anymore. Um and now I'm on a bumpy road. So what we're gonna do is actually this is perfect because what I want to talk a bit about today is paying attention, you know? Um so When I was a child and for a greater part of my teen life into early adulthood, I want to say, I was and still at the core very much am the kind of person who really appreciated the smallest of things. You know, I would love to say I was walking to catch the bus or to catch a train I would absolutely enjoy just walking and looking at people and imagining what their story is about their life and you know taking in the beauty of some random tree or liking the way that some cobblestone area of a street might be or someone's outfit or everyone's outfits you know whatever the case was simple things really 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 Um, were and very much are very very beautiful to me and it doesn't need to be extraordinary in the sense that it's some you know grandiose overdone thing I find a great deal of joy in the everyday simple beautiful truths and simple beautiful realities and for me that made my joy meter very very high for the most part because amidst whatever maybe have been going on that might have been a little cray cray or a little bit much or whatever I just personally was good because to be honest I would just enjoy such simple things that even when a ton of crazy things were happening I would still have a sort of a full um, tank of joy on tow and it wasn't on purpose or perhaps it's something that subconsciously over time I had found a way to like like maybe I developed seeing those things in order to make myself feel happy or something I really don't know but I know that I would just be happy because I just take the time to notice things and to enjoy small things like breeze blowing on my face you know and what I'll just explain why I'm talking about these things so what catalyzed this um, podcast episode today was number one I do try to start my day with these beautiful podcasts that you know my friend introduced me to but also another one that I just like because I really um, love astrology and not like the horoscopes you read in the paper but like the full chart etc and I'll start my day with those and one of them was talking about being in the moment and it was so strange because as I was listening to it I was driving and I saw these cows and I love to see um, herds of cows 
in their different colors or all the same color. I don't even care. I just love to see them grazing. I find it very, very beautiful, um, which is ironic because I've been, I used to be really scared of crows, but so I was driving past this, um, this really nice place in the country. I drive past there every day, but today there were cows and I just thought, Oh, those are so beautiful. I wish I could, you know, just stop and, and, you know, shoot them and stuff. Not with a gun, y'all. I mean, with a camera. Let's not get started or carried away. <laughs> but I just thought, oh, they're so beautiful. And then I was just thinking, oh, I love driving through here, you know, on a daily basis and listening to music or just taking in the way that the air smells or just randomly seeing a herd of cows all grazing together. And I just thought to myself, gosh, you know, I remember when the smallest of things would give me a most immense level of joy. And as I thought that, another thought sort of, you know, um, sauntered into my mind. The words were not coming. And that thought was, gosh, I also remember that at one point that just became like non-existent for me to a point where I would just kind of, you know, I would be essentially just living in like on mode, just always on but never really tuned in. And a lot of times I would be very, very tired, very exhausted. But because I had been feeling that way for so long, I wouldn't even notice. And I, I find this fascinating because I just thought to myself, well, when did I get to that point where I stopped noticing those things? And the pod I was listening to on Radio Headspace, just so you guys can check it out too, um was a pod about being an autopilot and I just thought yeah like I think it was even more than that if there was something greater than autopilot to express the same thing I think that would be me and it really made me stop and consider how much we miss because we are so caught up in our cycles of earning money we're so caught up in the cycle of just getting things done we're so caught up in the cycles that we feel that we need to be caught up in um in many cases um that we just miss all of these really important beautiful things about us and uh, about our lives about ourselves about um or significant other about our children and i could just keep going down the line i just feel as if Sometimes we're so busy, like, doing life that we aren't really experiencing life. So it's just like we wake up, we do this, we do that, we come home, we go to sleep, we wake up, we do this, we do that, we come home, we go to sleep. And while I do think that there is a lot of strength and power in routines and discipline and repetition I also think that sometimes we're doing those things in a most mindless way I didn't want to open the episode with mindfulness but that is really sort of the crux of what this is about I think going into this upcoming year of 2022 um I really personally want to work more on getting back to that space where my joy was so intensely beautiful effortlessly so because my nature was to observe the simple things in life and to 
to really find marvel in the ordinary everyday things that really really did so much for my quality of living and as such i just thought to myself you know i really don't want to be the person who is just sort of aimlessly rushing through life all the time and you know i feel as if for me i don't know if you guys can identify with this but i grew up in hustle culture right that's i'm a millennial that's what it is like hustle culture is the millennial like anecdote for everything like i'm I'm, you know work hard play harder um sleep when you're dead you know all this absolute rubbish really um and i'm grateful for some of it but sometimes when i look back on my 20s and my late teens when i would have really first started doing business i just feel like i did accomplish some really great things and i'm really you know, thankful for those things and the experiences, lessons, etc. But I also really spent a lot of time just like, I feel like, I, f- I feel like I spent so much time also accomplishing a whole heap of nothing, you know, a whole lot of just nothingness. And I feel as if I had been a little bit more in tune rather than just on the hamster wheel. I would have achieved so much more of what actually was important and mattered to me. But I was so busy just getting things done that I forgot to assess and ascribe to what was important and actually mattered to me. In fact, I really feel like there were years where like maybe I was good at something, so I did it. And whether or not I really loved that thing or it was important to me was a whole other conversation that I just never really had with myself until I guess I became a little bit more aware um, of just sort of that mindlessness that I was taking part in. But I think many times we we don't actually assess the mindlessness that we're growing up in or sorry that we are we are taking part in and we just continue doing it and some people call that living in the matrix i don't really want to sound like a woke queen for multiple reasons but it really is when you think about it you're just living on a systematic basis of repetition and sometimes we don't know why we're doing those things anymore in fact sometimes those things are not even relevant for us to be doing anymore and i just think it's very important that we take time to do a couple things so let's uh get into that so number one would be taking time to stop and or as we're moving to be aware of our surroundings to pay attention to what's happening around us to the people around us to take a little bit more time to be observant enough to extend genuine compassion genuine care or even to realize that maybe there are things that we genuinely no longer care about and that genuinely don't have the impact on us that they used to nor do they need to right um to really take time to assess sometimes the time that has elapsed in our um ability to release things to forgive people to move on from certain things um i do think that it's hard to tell people like when to do things in regards to certain emotions and certain situations but i do think that there have been times also personally in my life where i'll look back and be like oh my god that child is like 12 jesus 
I really need to like forget about this thing because I remember when they were like a baby or they're seven or four, whatever. The point is I'll realize so much time has elapsed and maybe I haven't achieved certain things that I had in my lineup of goals or hadn't let go of a certain something that perhaps that particular thing reminded me of. And it makes me a little bit more mindful of of the of where I have placed my energy over the years or that particular period of time. And tends to make me want to check myself on certain things so that would be part one for me part two would be in observing those things observe how when we overly anticipate the future or we've spent so much time on the hamster wheel how that can sometimes also really incur um, for those of us who are prone to it and even those of us who may not be prone to it but have had experience with it high levels or even medium levels of anxiety or a better way to put it might be unwarranted levels of anxiety like there's absolutely no need for these things but it is or the or process of thought that incurs a heavier burden where anxiety is concerned um i was diagnosed with social anxiety disorder when i was maybe like 17 or 18 i want to say and I never looked at it as like some bad thing. It really just used to affect me in spaces that I just genuinely didn't want to be in, but had to be in at that period of life. And I would get really bad panic attacks and so on. And so that's, I think, why it was diagnosed as a disorder rather than just like, I don't know, a non-disorder. Um, was of at the intensity of the anxiety attacks I would get. I wouldn't be able to speak properly. Um, my words and speech would be slurred. I wouldn't be able to see even if my eyes were open. Um, and I wouldn't really have proper control of like, obviously like my nervous system and so on. I don't even know if we ever have real control of that in certain ways, but I think things can help so like meditation and, and, you know, as we speak here now about mindfulness and stuff. Um, but I found as I got older that that anxiety just wasn't just social. It was also just, it would be in social situations, but it wasn't just like, oh, I'm around a lot of people, so I'm uncomfortable kind of thing. I'm in a crowd, so I feel uneasy. It would actually be if I don't do this perfect, if I don't do this in this way, you know, and then the anxiety would rise going, you know, overthinking, et cetera, et cetera. If you've ever had any bouts or experiences with anxiety, you already know what I'm talking about. But I've noticed that the anticipation of future things not working out as they need to or overthinking things instead of just doing them sometimes. I mean, there there are different approaches to different situations. So, you know, I think these things are subjective. But I have noticed as well that that anticipation of things going wrong and not just looking around me at all the things that are actually going right and aligning for the thing. Um... It's a huge instigator for anxiety. It's a huge instigator for the lies and the untruths that anxiety can sometimes really try to make us believe. And I think that is another important reason to incorporate observation, mindfulness, and just sometimes straight up stopping and realizing what the hell is going on around you. Um, I think when we take the time to recognize the here and now our anticipation of the future can be perceived very differently because we're actually realistically sitting down and assessing the different things around us that will help us in the future the different things around us that are sort of 
leading us exactly to where we need to be you know um and the, the way how things are something sometimes really aligning for our good but if we're so hell-bent on well it's not here yet it's not here yet oh my god it's not here yet in terms of the it could be anything it could be a package it could be an, an um, opportunity it could be an experience it could be something we're extremely desirous of like a relationship when we're so hell-bent on seeing what's not here yet we tend not to see what is here we tend not to notice what is around us and what is actually beautiful or that the thing that we actually want is actually here in front of us. But we're so busy being focused on the package that we presume that it would come in um, or the, the, the way in which we presume the message would be delivered that we don't really realize what's happening. And so that has been a really big lesson for me um, coming on to the end of 21 and, of course, allowing myself to transition into 2022 you know my anxiety was through the roof I think for this whole year and I think many of us feel the same way because we're constantly in this mode of not really knowing what to expect and a lot of the news that we're getting isn't always good news and by some miracle this year coming coming closer to the 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 close of it all I've been able to stop and just take in a herd of cows and how beautiful you know they are just enjoying their lives or the way the breeze feels on my face or against my body when I'm hiking or even just going to coach one of my clients in the earlier hours of the morning so there are a couple areas where I just started to get that joy again and get the fulfillment of just being in the moment and it just hit me as well um there was a particular opportunity I was really desirous of and I just never like heard back from these people, which which was tough, but fine. Because then I began to realize, well, look at also what you did. You've set yourself up for a different level of success in another area of your life, which is a great thing. Um, opportunities are starting to flow in without you even pushing that thing. But now you have that to be able to sort of, um, you know, amp up you know, what you were able to use as your unique selling points to these particular people, blah, 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 etc. And it just hit me like I could have focused on all of the ways in which things weren't working out. Or I can sit down, assess the reality of what is actually happening in real time and realize that there are actually a number of opportunities currently unfolding that I didn't even anticipate. But from the goal of having or wanting something, I have created opportunities around that goal that now have empowered me to a whole other world of opportunities. Um, so sometimes we miss this because we're so focused. And I, I think that really, really speaks to um, also our perspective and perception of things in life. And so for our last segment, that's definitely what we're going to talk about. Okay, so my last segment on this epi um, is really just about mentality, um, mindset, point of view, perspective, perception, child color, whatever you want, but I'm just saying. Um, I want to say this, in life, my experiences have been vast, <laughs> to put it diplomatically. Some have been beautiful and just magnificently abundant in just positive vibes and moving forward and creating the next part of the bridge to lead to a whole different valley, so to speak. 
And then, child, there have been some other ones that was awful. <laughs> just rough and depressing and just... Um, actually, I don't want to use the word depressing, but saddening, you know, and really sort of ripped some really important things from me or, or what I perceived to be very important things at the time. The one thing that has really sustained me is my perception and perspective and my ability to adapt, to compartmentalize both unhealthily and healthily um, and also appropriately which is I think most important because there are going to be seasons where sometimes you're going to do something that is great for that season but not a healthy practice for you to carry on doing throughout other areas of your life or other seasons of your life sometimes it's like it's kind of like medication like if you don't need it there's no real purpose for you to be taking it when you're just fine but what we do with our emotions with our ways of kind of um standing up for ourselves or protecting ourselves is that we carry these things these these um defense mechanisms and you know i i like to speak to things something that i like to call comfort zone commodities um we carry these things over with us in seasons where they have really expired and so they're now rancid but we're still carrying them um and so it's about really knowing also when to release things when to let go of certain uh, mechanisms within our lives whether they be of defense um for defense purposes or not but one thing that has stood true to me through everything that I've been through is that my mindset is going to be one of the most powerful um tools that I'm ever going to have and so over the past couple of weeks I had some really strange things happening back to back like I said I am pretty into astrology um so it's not like if I didn't read that these things could happen, but I don't always take it verbatim. You know, I take everything with a pinch of salt, but Lord, did they happen? Um, it said, you'll have trouble with your car and it happened. Um, so basically in one week I got sick, um, a really large important piece of equipment in my business broke, had to go buy a new one. It was not my most fruitful financial week. Um, then ended up having to reschedule a bunch of clients have currently worked every off day <laughs> since you know like I'm exhausted but thankfully unlike around let's say circa February this year I was able to get my mind right and it's not that I didn't get upset it's not that there weren't moments where I was like okay yeah I'm losing my cool but I was also able to bounce back a lot more quickly than I have been for the entire year, quite frankly. And my my perception of the things was, okay, I got in an accident. The person really wasn't paying due care and attention. But one, we're in a pandemic. I don't know what the hell they're going through. I don't know what kind of day or night they may have had. I don't know if they lost someone that day. I have no clue. Um... I do know, though, that the accident could have been much worse. I do know that none of us were severely injured or injured at all. I do know that um, it's something that's fixable. And I know that that moment of delay could have been putting me in a position of safety from something much worse. And that's where mindset being powerful or that's an example, just one small you know, example, there are billions, of how that can work. Um, 
also just in entrepreneurship this year. I mean, last year was one thing. This year was just like, okay, we gave you the introduction, but now we're ready to put you to the grinder, <laughs> you know? And so even that, like, I've just learned that you have to be able to be adaptable. And if your mindset is so stiff and staunch that you cannot adapt, that you cannot learn to compartmentalize and put certain things away so that you can deal with other things and then come back to those things, you're going to have a really miserable, unhappy, definitely annoying, frustrating existence. I personally don't want to have that existence. And as such, um, I don't know if you guys just, just heard that cheer, but if you did, I'm so sorry. But I don't want to have that experience. So I prefer to have a different approach and a different perspective and to adjust my perception so that it is adaptable, so that it is a teachable space for me and so that I'm able to process different areas of my life without losing my cool every single time. You know, to speak to that, um, something became so clear to me recently as well, which was that, um, you know, how we process things has a lot to do with the impact that they have on our minds, on our physical bodies, on our nervous systems. You know, speaking to the whole concept of anxiety, you know, it's obviously I'm no stranger to it. It's just a reality that I've known for most of my life. But I've also noticed that you know, it's my perspective and how I look at things that influences how my anxiety impacts me. It also influences how my anxiety impacts other people. And that's something that I think sometimes when people do have um, certain realities that they forget, or in some situations, understandably, their conditions don't allow them to remember or even process. So, you know, the reality is, is that we've got to recognize that everything isn't always going to work out. Everything is not always going to go well. In fact, sometimes they're going to be months on end, years on end in some people's cases that are actually god-awful. God-awful. Like, it's just like, no child, that's a hot mess. We don't even, nobody don't need that. But you can make stepping stones out of stumbling blocks or you can choose to completely crumble under that pressure. And maybe you'll do both. And that's fine too. But I just don't think that we deserve to live in that space when sometimes these challenging experiences are actually there to empower us to a greater sense of ourselves, to a greater understanding of our capabilities and our ability to um, rise from the ashes. I'm not saying we need to do this all the time because some of us are addicted to finding the ash, jumping in the smoke and just messing with ourselves. But I am saying that in situations where it's unavoidable, sometimes there is a lesson in the firmament that we miss right and so i guess today this is about encouraging encouraging each other to um you and myself to be able to shift my perspective and hopefully to shift our perspectives to a place where we can assess how we can make the most even out of situations that are extremely mind-numbing and challenging for us um, because we need to find some level of joy um I hope that that wasn't lost on you and I hope that moving forward we remember that a little bit more and seek to just utilize that or or power to think differently, to have a different outlook and perspective. Even if we started off in whatever mode, we have the ability to change our minds, change our perception or perspective or reaction and our outlook and as such probably shift something that was just a muddy mess into, I mean, forgive me for being cheesy, but a beautiful garden or at least a decent enough garden, right? Then I also want to just touch base again and remind 
everyone about the validity and power of recognizing the power of now, right? To quote a great book title. And the power of living in the current moment just allows us um, or can save us from the anxiety of the anticipation of every other thing that we are sometimes wanting so badly or trying to avoid or, you know, whatever. Even just talking about it is low-key exhausting. But I'm saying that being mindful, being observant, taking in what's around us allows us to sometimes process life on a completely different plane. And it's not to say that we won't ever have anxious moments again or that things will ever be tough, but it's to say that in the moments when they are and when maybe we've forgotten this power, we can always um, go back to this space of, wait a minute, what's my perspective around this? What is happening in this moment right now that is actually helping me and not hindering me as much as I think? How can I make this moment work a bit better for me, even though things are not perfect or even though I want this thing in the long run? And of course, um, just to end on the note of observation influencing other people observation influencing the way that we are compassionate the way that we're able to show love to others the way that we're able to give back a bit more the way that we're even able to give ourselves a little bit more love and compassion you know um so this is kind of the mindset that I'll be starting my 2022 on and that I'll be leaving 2021 with which gives me a lot of peace gives me a lot of peace and a lot of comfort because the the grueling nature of this year has just been a bit much, a bit invasive for me and my ability to be in a space of positivity or joy or happiness. So many beautiful things happened to me this year. And because I felt like I was catching my ass for like 90% of the year, I wasn't paying as much attention to them as I probably would have wanted to in certain situations. And I don't want to do that anymore because what is also apparently clear to me over the past year and some, almost two years now, is that child, you don't know, you don't know, tomorrow's not promised today. So I'm not going to live in um, anxious anticipation of tomorrow, but I do want to live in the perfect peace that today may have to offer me and also in the levels of joy that actually are probably surrounding me, but I'm so busy living in anticipation or past experiences that I'm not able to experience it fully. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today, my beauties and bees. As always, remember to wake up as your most authentic selves each and every day to slay, 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 to bring exactly what you have to the table, serve it up on a platter, and you know what I say, make it matter. Hugs and love, and bye-bye. Yay!